you mentioned like struggling with drinking. Mm -hmm. You own a wine company. Yeah. <laughs> that is so still struggling. No, just kidding. <laughs> when life gives you lemons, what do you do with them? Over here at The Squeeze, we, we talk, talk about, about it. it. Caitlin, Hi. welcome to The Squeeze. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. I don't know why I'm talking, trying to like match your levels. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> we are stoked to have you. We've been waiting for this moment. Ugh. And before we, you know, dive into the juice, um, we start each episode with a segment called Citrus Got Real. Oh, and, hey, that's good. Right? Clever. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like that. And basically in this beautiful glass jar of lemons, we have very random questions. Oh. If you could pull one for us. If you could make anything rain from the sky, what would it be? Ooh. Ooh. Obviously dollars. Oh. Okay. Okay, yeah. That's oh, oh, yeah. Just kidding. You, you were going to like say it's, puppies. I was going to say puppies. <laughs> I literally was going to say. But like, then I would take all of the rain dollars and buy all of, no, buy, buy I would all rescue all of the puppies oh, yes. and buy them all of the like most high quality food Yeah, and give go. them their best life. There we go. Yep. Smart. Yes. Yep. I don't know why my first, <laughs> I don't know. My first answer was to say cotton candy. Cotton candy. Really? Like, just, imagine like, like, just like floating, like fair, like level cotton candy just okay. like that's wow. what you would want to fall from the sky i don't know if that's what i would want but i oh, read you, that question it, it i just first i saw a cotton candy falling huh. it's a pretty visual yeah yeah maybe that's why maybe right. because we were just flying and the clouds look like fluffy okay that's so nice so i'm like money <laughs> <laughs> honestly smart i mean yeah that was the and then i would do really good things with the money yes dollar yes. dollar bills y'all yes, exactly <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i'll stick with like puppy golden retrievers yeah i mean we all know i'd like that with yeah. a soft landing a very soft landing yeah. little pillows, pillows. Yes. yes pillows for the yeah. goldens falling yeah. out of the sky Could you imagine? so funny uh, they're <laughs> like the grinch you know how yes like the, how the babies are in the little thing yes they yes. just come falling down oh. like that yes i'm nice gonna cry <laughs> i remember the video it was it was it of ramen coming out of the mm. kennel like mm -hmm. for the first time yeah and oh seeing gosh. you was yeah. the sweetest thing ever i can't watch it because i just like now he looks like such an old man and i was like you were such a baby there. <laughs> I know, it's um so but i like to picture the kennel as my womb and he came from that <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah because he's my baby how old is he i don't know i think seven okay okay i'm gonna tell myself he's six but i think seven okay yeah he came from like China or something? South Korea. Wow. His humble beginnings for that one. Aww. Same with Pino. They both, Pino was on a meat truck and Ramen was in a ditch, Stop. like with a broken hip and like fractured pelvis. That so is sad. so crazy. I know. I can't even like picture it. I'm like, but I spoil uh, them. Now they live their best life. Uh, as yeah. they should. Yeah. I would say this. There. I was saying last night, I'm like, the dogs, it's their bed and I will sleep uncomfortably for uh -huh. them to be comfortable. Yeah. yeah. I love them so much. Yeah, she loves having the dogs sleep in the bed. Yeah. I love it for a second. I get that. Like the idea of it. And but then, then you're like, yeah, they're like pushing me off the bed. And yeah. I, just, I can't do it. She can sleep like that with them draped all over and pushing I can her. Too. You can? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I can. Pino usually sleeps on my head, like okay. actually on my head. <laughs> and I love it. That oh, would be my well. actual dream. Yeah, it's the yeah, best. They won't, our dogs won't do that. Mine are very cuddly. I can get one to wake up right here. 
You like, can. Remy will do that. Lulu oh. will sometimes too. Huh. We'll do this thing sometimes where if we're like gone all day yeah. and we feel bad for the dogs, yeah. we'll sleep in separate rooms and we'll each bring a dog to bed oh, with us because they normally oh, don't yes. sleep with us. Yeah. And we're like, we, we can't feel bad. do both of them. So like the nice. two humans and the two 60 pound dogs yeah. is just a lot. You so just got to get a bigger bed. Yeah. Like shacks. Yeah. Have you seen like pictures of shacks bed? Get a shack bed. Like we need a shack bed. Yeah. So imagine. <laughs> or you just for like... two people that are under six foot in this <laughs> massive bed. But then, or you just build out your bed and like a little end bed for the dogs. Yeah. 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 I don't know. That's what they Maybe do. I'll start a business. Dog beds <laughs> that attach to your bed. Shark, yeah. Shark tank. We're I bite. coming. I bite. <laughs> I support yeah. it. Okay. We are massive Caitlin Bristow fans. That's very nice. So we are, we're very excited for this. And when I say we are, I really mean I am. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> she appreciates you. Did it, did it, was it like a slow burn? Like you started being like, she's okay. And now you're like, oh, I like her. I'll let Taylor can tell his story. Okay. <laughs> I am equally as excited you are here, but Taylor's history of knowledge of you goes back okay. further tell me everything fair enough <laughs> tell me everything we will have to get into another funny story that we talked about on your podcast yeah. which we need to share so with good. the listeners because yeah. it's crazy um uh, but my story i feel like i just need to tell you this okay. um when okay i was late to joining instagram okay like i was very late to joining any and all social media yeah um, and I, I joined Instagram, I believe in 2016. Okay. Um, I had watched your season, loved you from the season, was uh -huh. already a big fan of yours. Um, then I joined Instagram and I, I literally, I just joined and I asked a buddy of mine, I was like, so how does this work? Like, how do I, how do I tell if like any other celebs follow me? Yeah. And because you couldn't, it didn't like you weren't I don't think it said like follow to, back then or something. Like, yeah, that it was, was hard. That's a newish feature. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't easy yeah. to figure out, you know, if any other blue check marks followed right. you then. Um, but he at the time, this is 2016, he's like, well, actually, there's this website. And if you pay for it, you, you can type in your at and you can see. And I was like, oh, well, I don't have that. He's like, well, I do. And we can use it and I'll put in your thing and we can tell. And I like just joined, but I was so curious. So I was like, sure, let's do it. And we put in my, my at and I had like three celebs that followed me and you were one of them. And I freaked out. I was like, Caitlin Bristow follows me? What are we talking? I've made it. Uh, that's I've made so it. funny. I was so excited. I just feel like I needed to, uh, to tell you that. Wait, I love that. Wait, who are the other two? I don't remember because all I cared about was you. That is amazing. Yeah, yeah. It is pretty fascinating that, that that is the one you remember. That, yeah, that is. Oh, yeah. It's all I cared about. I love that. I was so excited. That's so, I, I feel that like that um, time in Bachelor World was like, it was at like the height oh, of yeah. a lot of people watching. I remember Jimmy Kimmel telling me, he's like, or actually it was his wife telling me that they have watch parties and it was like Jennifer Aniston, Justin Timberlake, all these so people watching funny. my season. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> I'm just like this little old, like Caitlin from Leduc, Alberta being like, what is happening? What turn did I take in life to get here? Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. crazy. Oh my so God. So funny. crazy. That's so, that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. 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 Any, <laughs> wait, should we just, since we're on it, should we tell the story that you um, told me? Um, Which one? The one where you humbled me? No. Oh. No. Thanks for bringing that up. 
no, when I was filming a movie. Yes. And I served you at a restaurant. It's crazy. Yes. I'll ne- In Vancouver. Uh-huh. It was at the Opus Hotel. Okay. And it was, well, first of all, I had served Robert at Earl's and people went nuts and they would all come in and order what he had, which was the quesadilla and tomato soup. LOL. And then I moved restaurants of where I worked. <laughs> I love that people ordered it. They soup. would. They'd be like, what did he order? And I said, and then they'd all come in and all these girls would come in and get the quesadilla the with Rob. tomato soup. Yeah. Wow. The, they, they started calling it the Rob. <laughs> and then I moved over to another restaurant at the Opus Hotel. And I think you guys stayed there while you were filming. Okay. Or maybe not, but you always came in there for dinner. Really? And I served you. Yeah. That is so funny. Isn't that funny? It's just so weird when little things happen like that where like, yeah. same thing with um, Jimmy Kimmel. I served him at the same place. In Vancouver. Really? In Vancouver, oh, yes. Wow. He was on a bachelor party and I ended up sitting with them after my shift and talking to him and Jeff Ross and like shooting the whatever with them. And then on my season or when I was on The Bachelor, they're like, we've got a special guest coming in today. And it was Jimmy Kimmel and he oh, came wow. in and I was like, Jimmy (laughs) and then the date that I I ended up getting the one-on-one date and it was me Chris Souls and Jimmy Kimmel and we're sitting there grilling oh I remember this yeah and I was like Jimmy do you remember uh Opus Hotel like that one night and I told him and he was like oh my god Caitlin he remembered he goes I threw up 30 minutes after you left us that night because I got so hammered stop yeah and I was like now I'm in a hot tub with you on The Bachelor like what (laughs) Just w- the w- world works in weird ways sometimes. Oh my gosh. But yeah. So funny. Yeah. I think, I think the biggest thing that I learned from that story is, is, is this like a Canadian thing? Quesadilla and tomato soup? Oh. Because we do grilled cheese and tomato soup. Or was that just Rob? Or was that just that was, Rob? Yeah, I think that was just the Rob. Okay. Okay. Great. <laughs> I was a, like, maybe that's like a Canadian, like one off. He probably wanted a grilled cheese, but the closest he could get to was just a quesadilla. cheese quesadilla. Yeah. So, so you do he, grilled cheese there? Oh yes. Okay, great. My favorite. Um I also cheese. Why was the why was the Canadian flag blurred out of the I found out. Oh. Okay. Something about the Canadian government like possibly getting them in trouble. But when they showed the Canadian girl I don't have a great explanation. Sorry, that was it. Um, <laughs> but they showed the girl and she was in Canada and like way in the background there's a Canadian flag and it wasn't blurred out. But when she okay. came out and did this, it was blurred. Yeah. And Joey, the next bachelor was or the bachelor right now, I guess he was on my podcast yesterday. And I was like, what gives what's with the Canadian yeah. and the producers? A couple were there, but they said something about the Canadian government. Like they were too scared to get in trouble with them. So they, yeah, we were wondering. She was like, why is it? I was like, I don't know. He was like, maybe there's like something like maybe it's not like a real flag. Like maybe there's like something vulgar on it. Like, like maybe oh. it looks like a Canadian Explicit. flag, but it really was like. A penis. A penis. Yeah. Or I don't know. <laughs> no, it really was. And then I guess one of the media outlets, like Us Weekly or something, reached out to the Canadian government and was like, is this true? You'd be... And they're like, no, we wouldn't. We wouldn't have cared. But I think there's stuff they've done in the past. They didn't want them digging into it. Okay. And I, I don't know. I think they just have to be careful with mean old Canada. <laughs> mean old Canada. So mean. So Those mean, mean Canadians. So come after them. They're all the nicest people. <laughs> yeah. So something, as you guys know, that has been a huge part of my mental health journey, Taylor's mental health journey, journeys as individuals and as a couple has been therapy. 
Amen. And that is why I am so excited to share our next sponsor with you guys, which is Cerebral. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support, 100% online. You will experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. I love that Cerebral is 100% online because that means you have no excuse. You have to go. Yeah. Like, There's no, oh, I don't have time to go drive. It's too long of a drive. No, you can do it on your lunch break. You can do it before work, after work. And it's honestly just, it's convenient. Yeah. It's convenient and they have great therapists. Yeah. And it's, it'll just keep you accountable too. So we highly, highly encourage that you guys check out Cerebral because therapy has just done wonders for us. And we know it'll do the same for you. To get started on your path towards better mental health, Cerebral is giving our listeners 15% off their first month of online therapy, Woo-hoo. medication, or both. Get started at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code the squeeze to make 2024 your best year yet. That's Cerebral, C-E-R-E-B-R-A-L.com slash podcast and use code the squeeze. Offer is only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. See site for details. Get going on that therapy. Okay, back to our back to our interview. I knew this was gonna, this is probably going to happen twelve times. I thought about that and I was like, I'm going to ask them before we start, and then yeah, I didn't ask you, and then, and then we were here, yeah. and then now I'm asking. <laughs> Another reason why this is kind of like full circle, aside from Taylor's blue check mark story, is LOL. we did your podcast like about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was my first live podcast yes. ever. And it's actually like, please don't go and watch it. Actually go watch it Off so the Vine. Good. I was like, I ended and I was like, I did so bad. Like, what did I even say? You and now did? Like, looking back, I was like, well, because I was like, after I was like, I did not like say things right. And you were like, we just need to work on like the verbiage. Because it's my first Stop. time like pitching. Like yes. it's, it's, it's definitely not natural to like, I mean, especially for me, like I don't talk about like my accomplishments or things that yeah. I've done well when really like you're being interviewed and that's like why you're, you're there yeah. to talk about it. I, and I, I understand that. I was so sweaty. Like <laughs> oh, when we started and so I was good. like, I, I don't, I don't know. I, that I, is so fun. I had I mean, fun. It ended and I was like, wait, what? It's over? Like it, like it I went by like, so I, fast. It went by that's so Caitlin fast. For you. But the, <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking blackout. <laughs> uh, but that's, I truly... I'll never forget my first podcast and I was so nervous, but you don't realize that like when it gets edited and it sounds good and they make it sound like, yeah. and you did so good. Thank you. Wasn't that your fr- first podcast too? It, yeah. I oh, had, actually it may have been. I think it was your bo- both of your first times. Yeah. I had not gone on podcasts. Yeah. It yeah. could have been. I, or I'm just telling myself that to toot my own horn. I'm like, both of your first was with me. No, I, I mean, knowing me and how big of a fan I am of yours, it pr- you I probably was yourself. like, okay, if I'm going to do a podcast, you I'm going to wait. For I'm going to wait to do it <laughs> for off the vine. Yes. Yeah, makes sense. Um, how long have you been in Nashville? Um, seven years, almost eight. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. It's been a long time, which is so crazy because I really don't feel like I made any friends for the first four years that I was there. Oh, wow. <laughs> I just like hid in my house and like didn't want to see anybody. Um, but yeah, now I feel like it's home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You love yeah. it? You I do. That's where you'll. Well, 
I don't know because somebody actually, Victoria Garrick, do you know who that is? Mm -hmm. She asked me on her podcast yesterday, like if I hate the question about a five-year plan or if I actually am a person who has a five-year plan. And I was like, ask anyone that works for me. I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. I will figure it out in the morning. And I just like to go where the wind blows me. And I don't know where I'm going to be in five years. And so... I always think like, will I be in Nashville? Because I just bought a new house there. Okay. And I love it. Um, but oh, wow. it's it's kind of big for little old me. I'm like, what do I need six bathrooms for? <laughs> I don't know, but I have been hosting a lot of parties. Um, <laughs> Good. But yeah, it was kind of like an investment, but also I love the house. Yeah. And now I'm like, I guess I'm here for a minute. And I do like Nashville. Yeah. We yeah. love Nashville. I mean, it's it's so it's such a good city. And I love that I'm I can like go to L.A. easy, go to New York easy. Yeah. And then home base is kind of Nashville. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a good it's a good little spot. Yeah. You guys go a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Your sister My sister's lives there. there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tay grew up going there, too. Or like I went to the CMA festival like oh, so since fun. I was in like fifth grade. Really? Like, kid. Yeah. And I'd gone. Oh, so I probably been like, I don't know, 10 times by the time we like met. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I I I love CMA Fest. Um no, I have I have not been, no. Well, yeah. I know what you're doing in June. Okay. Is that when it is? Yep. Okay. <laughs> CMA Fest. CMA Fest. Yep. We, we could do it right too cuz uh ABC, well obviously you guys don't need help getting anything, but ABC has um like a suite there. And uh-huh. so then I'm always, I always invite myself. They don't reach out to me. I reach out to them and I go, Hey, you still got that suite? They're like, yeah, of course we still have it. I was like, so <laughs> nice. that's like, at Bridgetown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a great. So if you guys up. want to come with me, you, you, we can you know go. somebody. Yeah. Okay. I got a guy. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> You're like, I have 20 guys. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, one thing that I think I'm really excited to talk with you about is just how like open you are on all of your platforms because Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of people aren't as open as you are um and it's really awesome that you are like that is that something that just like comes easy like have you always been open with your emotions yes okay Mm. it i didn't even realize that was like a crazy thing for people to do right i was everyone's like you're very open i was like oh aren't we all doing that no okay (laughs) i thought we all were just like crying on our instagram (laughs) i thought it was like a normal thing to do but no um i feel like growing up my family was just very open to like we would have feelings meetings <laughs> like oh, we would oh like all, if something happened at school or if my parents got, got in an argument like we'd all sit down and have like a feelings meeting and I feel like I've just always been open with my emotions and then I kind of closed up after I went through a really tough breakup and I was like oh maybe like if I hold on to them I won't hurt like that ever again but the bachelor go on that show it'll just break you right down like yeah. I it's every day that you're talking about your feelings on The Bachelor. So it kind of opened me back up and like doubled down on my emotions almost. So then going from Bachelor to Bachelorette, that's, what is that? That's 24 weeks of talking about your feelings every day. (laughs) So then after it was kind of like, okay, now I need to reel it in a bit. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, social media was just starting to be a thing where it was like kind of your own platform to have your own um, stories and share not just like this one dimensional character from television that people might see. So I was obsessed with Snapchat because I was like, ha, producers can't produce this. (laughs) 
<laughs> I was like, I get to show my personality and show the ups and downs of life. And I think a big part for me was I grew up reading magazines and I never had somebody that like made me feel like they were like me. Like it was always mm -hmm. just like, oh, eat an orange and four almonds to have these abs and the man will like you. Like that's really <laughs> what I grew up looking at. Yeah. And I didn't have someone where I was like, oh, they're open with their emotions and their feelings and their anxiety and their struggles. And so I was like, I want to be that for if I have younger audience or even like my mom, I feel like I've helped her yeah. be more open with her, like, like mental health struggles. Yeah. And I started seeing people kind of forming a community through Instagram and Snapchat. And I was like, Oh, this is cool. Um, and so then I just liked feeling like it, I was less alone and I was helping other people feel less alone. And yeah, sometimes it is too much. Like sometimes I'm like, I probably didn't need to share that, <laughs> but I still, yeah, it's have just you ever like shared, have you ever like shared openly and like woken up the next morning and been like, okay, I wish I could take that one back. Oh, bless Cleo over here because <laughs> she used to have the Instagram, my Instagram password. And sometimes she would go in and be like, I'm just going to delete, just delete that it for her sake. <laughs> um, yes, I definitely have. So I mean, funny. sometimes a glass or eight of wine, maybe I <laughs> go on a little bit of a... I don't Tangent. know, rant. Yeah. Spoon and sparrows. <laughs> but I just do it. I just, I love it. I love being open. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's definitely like not only that, but it's definitely like made you who you are and why so many people can connect to you. And, um, I mean, you, unlike in my opinion, anybody else have just really taken, you know, where you came from and just created so many different awesome avenues and i think it's just because you're unapologetically yourself yeah, yeah. thank you it's for cool. saying that yeah. it's i didn't really know what i was doing half the time but i had a really solid team around me and i think i i think that was always just so important to me i'm like whatever i do i want to do all, it all but i need to stay true to myself and i need to like build businesses around who i am yeah 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 that's so I true i was talking with Cleo about this do you feel like because I feel like people on the internet just like you're an easy target oh yeah because you are so like vulnerable mm -hmm. how do you I mean how do you like manage that well I, I do say sometimes I'm like gosh I really I am so easy to to get because I'll be like here's my biggest insecurities like mm. here's what really makes me feel small and here's what hurts my feelings and then they're like well thank you. We know how to get her. <laughs> so then all of a sudden, all these, they're, if they're, if I've done something to annoy them, all of a sudden, all the trolls are coming up being like, you look really old today. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> it's like, I know right where to like cut to the core of me. They're like, ha ha. Um, so yeah, I do feel like I am an easy target because I, they know all of my insecurities. They know my weaknesses. They yeah. know what's going to hurt. And yeah. I'm like, dang, I kind of did that to myself. But I also do think another part of it is I think a lot of people wish they lived a more authentic life. I think it's the number mm. one thing people say on their deathbed is yep. I wish I lived a life more for me or yeah, more for me than for somebody else. And I think they see that in me that I'm just like living my truth and that it might not align with their beliefs or what they're doing. But they're like, dang, I wish I could do that. So they're like, or but instead, I'll just hate her instead of being like, you go, girl. Yeah. I'll just be mad and take it out on her. Yeah, yeah. that's such a good makes point. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> it was when we saw you last or i'm trying to i think you were telling us about you were going to do it 
the what was the the mental health oh yeah Ho- um hoffman. hoffman yes okay how how was that or can you explain to our listeners what that is yes so hoffman is um an inner child work retreat so it's huh. six days of 13 to 15 hours of therapy a day oh and it's really yeah, it's a lot <laughs> oh it's uh it's intense it's really intense um like I know that some people will leave after two days because they're like, I can't, I can't do this. I mean, it's really digging deep into like your old shadows and patterns and how your parents like, of course are doing their best, but things that you learned from them. And it's, it's just a really eye opening uh, retreat and it's no phones. So you are not on your, no devices, no computer, you can't work. Um, You just have this small group of people that you're with. And then, you break out into smaller groups and you have silent time. So like sometimes you wouldn't even talk to somebody in a day, but you're doing like full therapy with your therapists and then you go to bed and you wake up and they have breakfast, lunch and dinner for you. And, um, they do different visualizations, meditations. Um, we did like some pretty crazy things like, in the first two days, I was like, mm, that was kind of dumb. And then day three, I was like smashing a pillow with a bat. Like if you really <laughs> surrender to it, it's like, I took away so much from that. And uh, it was like a lot of time in nature and it was just, it was, it was very intense. And so coming out of it, I truly was like, I was on the most spiritual path and I got, I went to Hawaii after because they say go spend alone time with yourself for like two or three days after. Okay. Um, Like don't jump back onto your phone, like really process what you've learned, go through your workbook, like try and do some practices on your own. And I went to Hawaii and I was like... (laughs) Like, I thought I was Jesus or something. I was like, I need to see whales. And whales were like breaching out of the water. And I was just like, like thinking, I just was so spiritual and so connected that I yeah. thought I was like thinking of the whales and the whales would come up. Like I, I don't know who I was in this moment, but it was amazing. And I was like, okay, I really want to ask for signs from the universe that I'm on the right path. And I was yeah. like, I need blinking lights. Like that's the sign I'm going to ask for. I won't take anything else. I'm going to be looking for blinking lights. I like got into my bathroom to take off my makeup and the one light above me was just like, bloop, 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 just blinking. And I was like, what? So then I find this guy in Hawaii who's, he does Hawaiian blessings and he oh, usually wow. does it on couples. And I was like, would you be open to blessing my relationship with myself? Mm. And he was like, I would love to. Aww. And so I met him down. We went to the water and he was telling me about like asking for signs and talking to my ancestors. And I'm, in my head, I'm going, yeah, I, I know how to do that. And all of a sudden these sea turtles just come and like start swarming me and he, and then it started raining and it like never rains in Hawaii. And he was like, you've got magic. And I was like, I know. <laughs> so I'm yeah, go to Hoffman. You. Everyone's going to be like, I'm sign me up for Hoffman. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, exactly. I, it was, I mean, you have to really want to do that, that kind of work, but yeah, it yeah. was amazing. It was really amazing. And I just learned, I, I let go of so much resentment to mm-hmm. certain aspects of life with what, what my parents like made me believe because of course they're just like they're the most loving parents but every parent has something that they're going to pass along to their kids and I found myself letting go of so much resentment oh wow yeah it's on my it's on my oh yeah um, vision board for the year to do some type of yeah it sounds very is it 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 sounds similar to on-site it's very similar to on-site. Okay. I would say it's a little bit more intense than on-site. Okay. But yeah. on-site is, yeah. And this one, Hoffman is San Francisco, like just outside of San Francisco. Oh. Yeah. Is but, it just okay. one location? They have one in Connecticut and then they have one in Canada as well, in Alberta. Okay. Um, But yeah, on-site I've heard just incredible things from yeah. them too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's on my 
when I wrote it down on my thing, I wrote on-site or mental health retreat because I couldn't remember the one yes. that you said. So, I, But when I wrote it down, I was oh, it's um, just, yeah. thinking about that. Dang, that's so cool. How long have you been doing like therapy prior to, I guess, how long have you been doing it? Yeah, <laughs> so I, I went through the worst heartbreak of my life where I actually, like you would have thought somebody the love of my life died like I was not okay and that was probably how old was I 25 or 26 I was 26 Mm -hmm. and he kind of left me out of nowhere but I didn't have anything like I didn't have a dollar to my name I didn't have a job I quit my like dancing career I didn't have second like education I like I did not know I didn't have a home and he was kind of like I know this is rough but like you've you got to figure it out. And, wow. and so I called my mom and she got me on the next flight to Phoenix. And I was in such a bad place that she was like, like, do you want me to take you to the hospital now? And I was like, yes, I'm not okay. And so I went to this place and I started filling out all these like papers on depression and what I was feeling. And it was bad. It was really bad. Oh, wow. And so they put me on some medication. But what happened was I ended up um, getting addicted to Valium. Because I was like, how, what, I can just take this pill and numb myself out for the Mm. day and then wake up and like try and eat something. But then I can just take another one and sleep and not feel this way, Mm. Um, which was obviously very unhealthy. And my parents became very worried. And then that's when I started therapy. (laughs) And it was like, uh, luckily I wasn't addicted to for so long. It was like, but it was definitely a problem. Had to wean myself off. And then I was like drinking way too much. And then I went back to Vancouver and I started from scratch at a restaurant where I was like, I never thought I'd have to go back to a restaurant again. Here I am hosting at a front door at like the age of 27 being like, well, I don't need, like I need that first paycheck. I need to get myself back out there. And therapy really brought me out of that dark hole. Like my parents were like, you can't stay on our couch forever. Like you are meant to do big things in your life. So if it means going back to a restaurant to just figure out something. Wow. Yeah. Um. So I went and started working at the restaurant and kind of building myself back up and then that's when I started therapy and it was actually so crazy because <laughs> I found this one and my best friend Brie helped me find her I walk to this building and she walks me to the building and I go in and I must have taken the wrong elevator I go to a mental institution and I walk in and uh, it's like very like like people are unwell in there and oh, there's wow. it's like basically a a hospital for like really mentally unstable people. Um, like I think some guy was trying to come off heroin. Like I was like, this actually feels like it could be right. Like I might need to be here. I don't know. And then I was calling her and she was like, oh, I'm actually down the hall of that. You took the wrong elevator. I was like, okay, I feel a little better. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh my God. I was like, this could be it. Yeah. I might need to be here. Um, but it was, it was really, really bad, but the, oh. I'll never forget the thing that she told me that clicked. And she said, um, like we got into my childhood and how my mom always tried to fix things because she just loved me so much. And she was like, after listening to you talk about like everything for 40 minutes, she was like, you have zero coping skills, mm. like zero. Your mom has just always jumped in and been there for you, done anything. Your parents would pay for your rent. Like they would always make sure that nothing bad ever happened to you and you yeah. have never had to cope with anything. And this is a very severe loss for you and you don't know how to cope with it. Um, and that's when I was like, I will pay you anything. Just keep telling me what I need to do. Uh, and that's when my journey kind of started with therapy. So that was probably 26, 27. Wow. Yeah. I feel like I have so many questions just from that. I know. I know that's that was a lot. Su- that's <laughs> such a, I don't think I've like heard of that. What? Like saying the coping thing mm. uh-huh. before. That's uh-huh. so, that's so like 
interesting, but also I just feel like a very profound thing to like. Well, it was very validating because I was like, wow, I really did have like childlike tantrums over something that I shouldn't have freaked out about. And it, I really realized that like all I need to, I need to work on coping skills because if I do that, I will grow so much as a human being. And then that's really what I've focused on for so long is just like my coping skills. I see it in my sister too. Like she goes, Oh yeah, that therapist was right. Like we do not have coping skills. (laughs) And so she's been working on it too, but it's crazy how how yeah dark that she's been that you guys like relate yeah on that regard and can help each other out or call each other out when you need it totally you mentioned like struggling with drinking Mm -hmm. you own a wine company yeah (laughs) that is so still struggling delicious (laughs) delicious we love we love tremendously thank you but how like obviously we all love wine here you love wine you have Mm -hmm. your own wine company how do you set that boundary of when, you know, when you're going through a hard time, like yeah. not because I, like, you I mean, it's from a hard day. Numbing, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely. And it's probably the most easily accessible thing. Like you have a yeah. rough day or yep. you get bad news or anything. The first thing is like, oh, I need a drink. Like yep. that's always like, even I'll have like, not even a bad day. I'll just have a long day. I'm like, oh, I need a drink. Like, let's go get a mark or let's yeah. go get a cocktail or something or have yeah. a glass of wine. How do you set that boundary since you have struggled with that before to not let yourself get there. I will always love wine. Like, I think I'm really trying to find a balance of like, I'm 38. Like I don't need to go blackout partying anymore. Well, I probably do it once in a blue moon. Yes. (laughs) But I just, I find, and I was talking to my spiritual coach about this where she goes, I want you to like watch how you're even speaking about wine. Like not even saying like, Oh, I need a drink or saying like, you know, after I worked really hard today, I want to celebrate my day and have a glass of wine. Uh-huh. Like it's even just changing your verbiage around process. it and the th- and how that works in your brain. Because I am someone who can easily want to numb myself out, whether that's scrolling. I'm not into drugs, but like drinking, scrolling, yeah. like watching a movie, like trying to get my mind off something. Yeah. And um, so I think it's how you approach drinking now for me personally and i i have this whole vision around wine where i want it to be like a european thing like i want people to just enjoy wine and not think of it as like god i need a drink or yeah or think of it as a negative thing like let's have long table dinners and conversations with friends over a glass of wine and yeah yeah. or like even just the way i said like i had a really long day i'm gonna celebrate with a glass of wine not being like dang i need this yeah yeah depressed like you know what i mean it's just yeah. It's just changing your thought process around it. Because I will say, drinking wine doesn't give me anxiety. If I drink a whole bottle and I get crushed and I wake up the next day, I don't feel good. I have anxiety. It's yeah. like, yeah. it's just about what makes you feel good. Some people, yeah. alcohol does not work for them. Yeah. For I'm me, like, I love a couple glasses of wine. And if I don't overdo it, then I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the intention behind uh-huh. why you're having it. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely important. Yeah. Well, we love your wine. Thank you. I do love my wine. Spade and Sparrows. <laughs> we'll leave a link below. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, go drink it all. No, like, uh, I, I really do. I want to like reinvent the box wine. Cleo and I have talked about it before because I'm like, oh, yeah. that way people like, because yeah. if you open a bottle, sometimes you're like, well, I should probably finish it. Yeah. Or a box, you could just like. Yeah. 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 It's so true. Yeah. Back to therapy. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I feel like we know a lot of, pe- we know some people like this. Um, and I'm sure we have listeners that um, are interested in therapy, want to try it, but are scared to. Mm. Is there anything you would say to somebody 
that is feeling that way. Somebody that's curious about it, but is terrified of it. Yeah, I think there's, I would like to know like what they're scared of because some people are actually scared of what they'll discover about yes, themselves. That would be for me. Yeah, Really? Yes. Okay. I, I just think there's so many resources out there for people that I think that initial step of going into like an office and meeting someone face to face is really intimidating to people. Yeah. And I think a lot of people think that person's going to almost shame them for how they feel or be like, mm. well, this is you know, if this happened to you, this is probably what it is where I feel like online therapy, you can kind of like ease yourself into it or even like listening to podcasts around mental help or therapy. Yeah. Like there's so many resources out there that people can use now to even just like start the conversation or start to hear other people's struggles and be like, yeah. whoa, I feel yeah. that way too. And that's happened to me. And I felt so much shame around that, but yeah. you know, I shouldn't. And this person can help me. I just think it's like easing into whether it's there's apps on phones, there's podcasts, there's, yeah, you know, and then, and then you'll find that that might've made you feel a little bit better. And then yeah. you might get a little bit inspired to go find one. I, my therapist right now is five minutes from my house. I'm like, yes. Wow. Yeah. I love it. That's really I nice. love it. And yeah. I think it's just like, I think people also get intimidated because what if you don't vibe with your person yeah. right away and then you're like discouraged. But I, I always think about this with, I'm on antidepressants and I tried this one brand and I was like having intrusive thoughts and mm -hmm. I got really dark and it made me feel sick and I got these zaps and I was like, I'm, I don't want to try another one. And my doctor was like, you just have to keep trying just because try wait till you see how yeah. much better you will feel when you find the right one. Uh -huh. And now it changed my whole life. Wow. And so I feel like that's kind of the same thing with a therapist. You yeah. can find right. one that can change your whole life, but just like keep trying to find that one that you you feel comfortable with. Yeah, that's yeah. very good advice. And I feel like something I've learned about it is like, I feel like some days I'm like, I feel like you even feel this too. Like, I'm like, I don't, I like really don't want to go. I don't like have the bandwidth to mm -hmm. like go and like, spilled my guts for an hour yeah. but and then i walk out and i'm like oh my gosh i feel so much better yeah. i can go yep. run a mile i can do yep. that like it's like i'm so energized it's after. like going, it's yes. like it's the same thing like going into the gym yep. like before you go into the gym before you go into therapy sometimes you're like oh i just don't know if i have it in me today but yep. not once have i left yeah and all felt like that yeah no. he'll, he'll be like oh i really like I'm a I'm a wife ahead, who babe. I'll I'll book I'll just book his appointments yeah. and tell him when he has yeah therapy yeah, when he's going that's amazing <laughs> um, I'm the, I have the schedule so it's I just she'll literally in. be like oh by the way I forgot to tell you you're going in tomorrow like, <laughs> <sighs> he does this every time and then he'll and then he's like oh, really I I have to go I'm like you you know you right. know that the outcome is going to be good so just go and then he goes it's true he's like that was great Love but it him. but it is really hard to get there for some reason yeah, yeah. It's, and like you said like going to the gym it's putting on your shoes and be like here i go like yeah. and then you walk out and you go or, same thing with when i hit my snooze button if i wake up and start moving i'm like why don't i just realize that when i'm laying there <laughs> yeah. but i'm like or i could just keep sleeping and feel like crap when i wake up yeah, yeah. like it's all the things it's like we know what will make us feel good yeah you just, you just have to have that like a little bit of self-discipline to do it yeah yeah that's really true yeah including therapy including therapy mm -hmm. therapy woo <laughs> <laughs> you need to like press a button on that thing where it does that for you yeah Boop. therapy woo therapy, but, woo. What, what were that what were those buttons the little the staples but the red button that 
You oh suppress- yeah, yeah, yeah. That was easy. Oh yes, yeah, that, that was easy. <laughs> yeah, that's what go you to need. therapy. <laughs> yeah, go to therapy. Oh, well, yes, I'll you could do therapy. that. You could do that on those buttons. Oh, yeah. nice. uh, Let's get a new button over there. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna ask you something. You don't have to answer it okay. if you don't want to, and I mean that. But you recently have gone through a public breakup. Yeah. Um, I am also familiar with public breakups. Yeah. And like breakups are difficult enough yeah. as they are mm-hmm. especially for somebody that feels so much and so deeply and i feel like you are that type yes. of person um as well but then put that you know in front of everybody else's eyes yeah it makes it so much more complicated than it already is because you introduce other people's opinions and judgment yeah. and all this you know it's it's a lot yeah what have you found was the most challenging part about the, the the public eye of it all? Okay. The most challenging part for me, and I talked about this in therapy, is because I I always want to protest and I always want people to know a full story. Yeah. And I have to understand that they will never know the full story. And that makes me want to go protest and tell right. the world. But my therapist is like, you you have not built enough capacity to just hold sadness and fear because of how badly you got hurt in your past. So you think like, I can't sit in this fear and the sadness and like be really sad about it. I have to be like, well, this happened and this happened and he did this and like, yeah, I did this, yeah. but he did this like that. It's like my protest yeah. instead of just sitting and being like, you know what, what, what I felt in that relationship wasn't okay. And that's okay. And I'm sad. I'm really sad. And so I found it hard to not just like share my story and try and make people understand because the misogyny out there of it must be the woman's fault. Yeah. When there is two people in the relationship that both made mistakes. And even at the end of the day, people are like, you hurt him. And I'm like, but we both knew it wasn't the relationship we should be in. And so it having everybody think they know the story because they've seen milliseconds on social media um, and not have them know the full story has made me want to protest instead of just removing the noise and sitting in my own sadness. I think that's been the hardest part. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. How, how have you been able to do it? If you can answer that, like how therapy. (laughs) Yeah. I guess that's well, and (laughs) go to therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, it's, I think that one breakup that I, I truly was like, this is going to end me. This will be the end of me. That's how she goes, a breakup. Um, I think that showed me that I can truly get through like mm. some really rock bottom moments. Yeah. Um, and so with my other breakup that was also public, that one rocked me like pretty good, but still not as bad as the one before that. And this one, I'm like, I've got the tools. I like, no, yeah. I know that I can get through this. I know that this is the best choice for me. I know that my intuition and my gut is leading me in the right direction. I like have way more confidence in just like my ability to, to understand that this wasn't right and move forward and know that that's, I'm going to be happy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think it like, I think it was like, I've been prepped for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, full circle for you. I feel like it's your ability to cope with it. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. I could cry thinking about that. I want to find that therapist and be like, mm-hmm. if I, like, I, I just wouldn't be anywhere where I am now without that one piece of advice. But yeah, I'm like, 
I'm like, I also find myself really being proud where I'm like, look at me coping. Like I have got this. Yeah. And it's like, I really am finding myself celebrating my little moments of when I realize I've done some serious growing. Yeah. Over a long period of time. I was just, I was literally just going to ask you like, what is something like you're most proud of yourself? Yes, doing that yeah i feel like sure. it's the tiny micro shifts in your life that like you can look back on after like a decade and go oh my gosh how i yeah. would have responded to this 10 years ago to how i'm responding to it today go me like yeah. that's yeah. huge and so i think i yeah i'm really i'm just i'm really proud that i've stuck to therapy like Cleo always jokes and all my friends actually are like, you're very self-aware. And I'm like, sometimes too self-aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's, I, I can just go down that rabbit hole too, but um, I'm just really proud that I've consistently worked on trying to be a better version of myself every year. Yeah. Like even, and it's not yeah. these like big moments. It's all the tiny little micro shifts over the years that have like evolved me into this person yeah. who I feel like proud of. Yeah. 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 Add up. I yeah. love that. It does Amazing. add up. I love that for you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Should we get into our fun game? Yeah, we should. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to ask these quick and then we can do the game? Okay, okay. So we, we have a segment called Lemon 7. And there are seven um, random fun questions that okay. somewhat have to do with mental health. Okay. Um, and they can be more like rapid fire. You can elaborate if you want. Whatever you're feeling. Okay. Okay. Whatever's speaking to you in the moment. Yeah. All right. I'm going to kick it off. Number one. What movie or song title best describes your mental health today? (laughs) Today? Ooh. Or like this chapter. A movie or a song title. or a song title. Yeah. I feel like everyone probably says this, but immediately Kelly Clarkson came to my head. Oh. What doesn't kill me makes me stronger. I think we've only had that maybe once. I don't know if we have, have we? I know. If so, once, but I don't know if we have. That's well, that's it yeah, for me. Stronger. Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. What a banger. Yeah. I just I just saved um Breakaway. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that song. Great song. It goodies. popped up on something. I was like, That is a that. great song. It's so good. Yeah. It was She's so talented. That's um my Christmas playlist is all Kelly Clarkson. Oh, <laughs> Love yeah. that. Yeah. Has to be. So has good. to be. Yeah. Um number two, how open are you with people in your life when struggling? Very. Yeah. I think we covered that in this interview. (laughs) Very. (laughs) Love it. Yeah. On a scale of 10, 12. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) All right. Number three. This is a new question in the segment. Well, I guess we've done it a couple times uh, so far. If you could only follow three social media accounts, so any platforms, but three accounts, who would it be? What would it be? Okay. It would be. Something to do with astrology, crystals, anything spiritual like Spirit Daughter or Chris Corsini is a good one. He reads tarot cards and like talks all about where the planets are and anything astrology. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is like my religion. Um, Okay. So that and then I would follow Erin Trelore, Raw Beauty Talks, because she just celebrates everybody and she's doing really good things. And I'm I'm now on the board for her charity, which is really exciting. Yeah. which is called free to be. And then my other one, oh gosh, it would have to be someone really funny. That makes me belly laugh. Oh. Um, yeah, who makes you <laughs> laugh the most? And I'd like to know gosh. that. Who does? Honestly, Ariel. Yeah. She really, her facial expressions and the stuff she comes up with, like, 
Probably Ariel Vandenberg. Wow. That's saying a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I agree. She's very, very funny. Yeah. She just, her, her something like she's like the most beautiful human I've ever seen, but then makes but the ugliest faces a cartoon and character. a cartoon. Yeah. And that's yeah. just like so funny. Yeah. At the same time, she has the most perfect facial structure you've ever it's seen insane. in your life. I'm like, you were, yeah, everything. <laughs> it feels like she was like designed yeah. by, yeah, like by a chisel. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. yeah. She's uh, like, she's like, no, I'm just going to make a Squidward joke. A what? what joke? A Spongebob joke. Were you um, going to compare her to Squidward? You know, handsome Squidward when he's all chiseled? Okay, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Like, Ariel, you are so handsome. <laughs> I, you are we, so call, we call our dogs handsome and they're girls. We, yeah. it's, oh, it's I call universal. my dog Pino pretty girl because a, a pet medium told me once that he likes to be referred to as a girl. Stop. So I'm always like, you're a so pet pretty. Medium. pretty girl. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I didn't know that existed. Oh, yeah. Pet oh, medium. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm about to freaking have that I don't so I can know, if know what we should Remy. go down that rabbit hole. Okay, number four. What is your favorite form of self care? Hmm. Uh, honestly, lifting weights. Okay. Oh, I I lift lifting. like pretty heavy, and Ooh, I go girl. It truly makes me feel so strong mentally and physically. Yeah. Wow. I started before I went on Dancing with the Stars. I was like looking for a trainer to like actually make me put on muscle yeah and so i found this one guy his name's kevin klug and he he was like like i I, at first i went in i was like oh yeah there's no way i'm gonna be able to do this like i walked out of there being like that was the hardest thing i've ever done in my life and he's like all right you ready for day after tomorrow and i was like "Uh and he's like just trust me and after like two weeks i was like i feel like i could do anything oh wow and i just love it i love that like i love lifting and like grunting and like getting in there like i walk out just being like like he'll i walk out and i'm like my masculine energy is like on another level <laughs> he'll like he'll like chest bump me and i'll be like tomorrow, bro. Like, <laughs> let's go I tomorrow so but i just feel so good when i work out i just do so funny yeah muscle milk <laughs> muscle milk <laughs> Just pounding protein shake. Yeah, like you got any creatine? <laughs> I don't know. I just love it. Holy it really crap. makes me. But then on my feminine side, <laughs> I also have like an eight-step skincare routine that I like at night. That it feels okay. like I'm like pampering myself before I go to bed. Yeah, I would say lifting weights, my skincare, and therapy. Okay. There we go. <laughs> Those balance each other. Yeah, out yeah perfectly. It's, a, it's a good mix. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh man. So okay. <laughs> Number five. Yeah, I'm curious about this. But what is what would you say is the most misunderstood thing about you? Oh, people think I'm just like this harsh, like party girl who just gets drunk and like does dumb stuff. And I actually like I feel like so proud of where I'm at in my life. I'm like, I'm very responsible and I have like a really huge heart and I really care about the people in my life. Yeah. And I like would do anything for anyone. Yeah. And I think they just think I'm this like i'm unapologetic but i'm not carefree like i care a lot and i think people i feel very misunderstood when they think i'm like this harsh girl right yeah Yeah. that's that's a really good point yeah of like being yourself but you aren't carefree you do like deeply care for others and i'm highly sensitive and i just feel like i'm a true gemini like i am that spicy sassy crazy one but i'm like also very soft and sensitive yeah Yeah. Yeah. yeah number six who has had the most positive impact on your mental health? Okay, one of my girlfriends, Jess Knudsen, she ever since I've been friends with her since I was 19. 
Mm-hmm. And she has always just been this person like she I don't even know how to describe her. She like she she just would call me out on things when she knew I wasn't being me. Like she'd mm-hmm. be like, you're only doing that because you like that guy and he likes that. And I don't think this is you. And I don't think you're being wow. who you truly need to be. And she was always just so honest. And like I was always late and she'd be like, she'd sat, sat me down and gone. You're actually offending people who like to be on time and like it seems like you don't care and she really like I don't know I feel like she built my character a little bit through my 20s and then that helped I don't is that mental health I don't know I feel like it was like she made me more self-aware and like compassionate I think and Mm. then um and then I'm trying to think of someone else that had the most impact my god I don't even know I mean that's that's a great answer. Jessica Newton. We, yeah. I feel like we all need a, a Jessica Newton in our life. Yes, yeah, she's amazing. And she's just like this calm presence who like really, she, if you're having a freak out or a meltdown, like she can get to the root of like what's actually bothering you and have a calm conversation with you. She'll like rub your feet while she's doing it. Like she's wow. amazing. Wow. I love that. She seems pretty special. <laughs> yeah, she is. Jeez. We all need one of those in yeah. our life. Yeah. Okay. Last. Number seven. If you could go back to one moment in your life, what moment would that be? And what would you say to yourself? Oh, <laughs> um, mm, I would probably go back to my rock bottom. Yeah. And I would probably, I would probably just like be like, bro, this is what's going to be the pivotal moment in your life. Like this is what's yeah. going to change your trajectory to like work on yourself and go in the direction that you need to, to like thank the world for this happening to you instead of thinking like you should not be here anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. What do we, what do we, do, what are we doing here? Okay. So this is a very special segment of sweet and sour. It's Valentine's day. Oh, edition. Mm. Yes. yes. I love so Valentine's day. you guys on Instagram helped. Uh, I asked for, your favorite things about love and relationship Valentine's Day. Also, all of the also icks. icks. Oh. Yeah. About dating and love and all of these things. Oh, wow. Um, so I'm just going to say a statement and okay. we're going to, we're going to sweet it. So sour is ick. If we like it, sour yeah. is okay. ick. Got it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm excited. Love Are it. we ready? Okay. This episode's ready. coming out on Valentine's Day. Perfect. If you can tell. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. First one is they call their mom every day. They, this is like your partner. I find they it call sweet. their mom every day. I mean, it depends on the relationship they have with them. Yeah, I know. Okay, if it's I, like I'll a say sweet, sweet as long as it's a healthy, yeah. healthy phone calls. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think that's good. <laughs> like I'm like I try to think of it. Like I'm like if they're calling to be like, what should I wear to go to to go to like a to work today? I'd be like, that's an egg. Yeah. But if you're like, hey, just checking in, like, love yeah. you, mom. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> okay. Sweet. That's good. I'm doing this. Yeah. Yeah. 50 50. Depends yeah. on what it is. Yeah. Um, okay. This one says You went on your first date a week before Valentine's Day and they are wishing you a happy Valentine's Day a week Sweet. later. Sweet. What do you, you went on a date and they don't wish you, you happy Valentine's a, Day? I'd be like, But it's a first date. Like you went on a first date a week before Valentine's Day. I'm kind of saying it. I think I am too. Like in my mind, when I read that, I'm like, okay, I just like went on like a first day with someone. I just met them. Yeah. Like there's always a loophole though, because I'm like, yeah, but what if you were like, 
oh, good. He's on the same page as me. I'm obsessed. And he's like being yeah. sweet. Or what if the date was bad? It better have been a really good first date. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying sweet. Okay. Okay. I'm still, you don't have to agree with me. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not. S- I'm a psycho sour. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> okay. It's funny. It's funny because I feel like we we started dating very like briefly before Valentine's Day and you went all out on Valentine's Day. Aw. See? Sweet. It's true. I know. You did do that. And mm-hmm. I did say ick. Did I give uh, you uh, <laughs> Wow. And here oh, we no. are. Here we are. <laughs> okay. This one was interesting and I feel offended by this one. Um, <laughs> they almost exclusively wear sweatpants. Oh, I think sweatpants Sweetest are hot. Sweetest can be. Yeah. I wear, thank you. I, aside from at this be. moment, because these are baggy jeans, I like exclusively I'm live in Yeah, in no, that's sweats. how you know a good person. Like, yeah. A yeah, person they're that humble. lives in sweats. Like. They're humble. They're humble <laughs> and they're comfy, which means they're happy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. No. I, and I like dudes in sweatpants. Yeah, okay. I'm into it. That's a look for yeah. you. Yeah. That's three sweets right okay. there. Okay. They call you hun. I'm triggered by that right oh, now. Really? So, okay. Sour. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's only what I call well, Taylor. You know, really? So I will not call him that. I, I think just for, for Caitlin, we all should be <laughs> sour on this. <laughs> Blah, gross. The hun. Ew. <laughs> Who would do that? <laughs> it is kind of sweet. I'm just being bitter. <laughs> we need a sour. <laughs> yeah. You guys should get like, a bunch voice. of buttons. We need, we need some buttons this up is in like, here. Did you, did you ever watch iCarly? Where um, yeah. Sam had like a, she had, they like filmed their little web show and she had like a little remote that had all the sounds and things. Uh-huh. That's what I need. Yeah. Okay. That You know you have one. Yeah. The roadcaster. Yeah. It's just a little far from me. Oh, okay. Here's the oh. second one right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. I'll go. just put it there. You <laughs> I see know what I'm getting episodes. you for Christmas. <laughs> LOL. Um, next one is, um, <laughs> they have a lot of money, but live with their parents. Oh my God. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> They have a lot of money, but live with their parents. That I'm going, is I'm going definitely an egg. Okay. Yeah. I think because That's that means they're not like self-sufficient. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's something going on deeper like, there. Like they need to, that that would probably mean like they're a mama's boy and need, like they don't know how to like yeah, they make need their to bed fly, fly or, away yeah. from the nest. Yeah. Like live with your parents. Like that's totally fine, but. Yeah, the, yeah. It, if that's the case specifically, there's there's something. It's the going setup on. of it, they have a lot of money. <laughs> <They have> a <laughs> lot. So if they don't and they're living with the parents, I'm like, guys, this is what you right. guys said. I didn't write these. <laughs> <laughs> they have. A, this sounds like somebody specifically yeah. is going through this. If you wrote this, yeah. please email us at lautner.thesweetiespodcast. <laughs> we need to talk about this at gmail.com and let us know. They have a yeah. lot of money, but they still live with daddy. <laughs> Yeah, but I see why you're still hanging on. Because it's got a lot of yeah. money. <laughs> this is a predicament. Uh, yeah, that is a predicament. We would love to hear more. Please let <laughs> us know. And then please keep me posted, too. Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Next one is they're covered in tattoos. Oh. Sweet, hot, sexy, all the things. <laughs> I love a tattoo. I do like tattoos, but I'm doing this because you wow, have one. I better get working. Yeah, I have I, I have I mean, one mini tattoo. Oh, that oh, was you, our wedding date. Oh, you like tatted up, bros? <laughs> <laughs> Check that out. That's my sleeve. <laughs> I'm so a funny. bad boy. You are so bad. I have yeah. a motorcycle. I say that, I'm but sweating. like my last two relationships, no tattoos. No tattoos. <laughs> Like yeah, it's odd, but <laughs> but I'll probably won't date you if you have them. <laughs> Lol, it's funny how that works. Yeah, okay. it really is. Um, man buns. Man buns. I'm going to. I'm. I'm going to say sour, but yeah, it's like if you're like okay, if it's like 
Chris Hemsworth man bun. Like, yeah, then it's sweet. You can pull that off. As long as it's not super greasy. Yeah, man buns usually are. Greasy. I don't want to be like in bed with you with your grease on the pillow. My head's like right the there. The only sweet man bun that I'll say is David Beckham. Oh, David Beckham in that his prime. He's still in his prime, but like when he's he really will always yeah, be in his prime. Yeah. yeah. His prime. He always will. Gosh. Forever. Otherwise, sour. Yeah. Getting serenaded by them singing to you. So someone serenading you with song. I'm gonna say sour here. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Unless they're like a, a um, yeah. But even if they are, then it's yeah. It's oh, more maybe icky. it's more icky. Yeah. Oh, that just seems. Then they, to- <laughs> what? Our friend. I'm not gonna say who it is. Our friends live in an apartment building. Oh gosh. And there is a oh, gosh singer a that known, I will tell you a known, known singer. singer, and he brings girls. To his apartment and sings to them, they and they're all the they're time. The balcony is right below him, him, multiple girls all the time, different girls all the time on his balcony, no. singing to them. And no. that is clearly like it's his party trick. Yeah. I feel like a lot of guys who play guitar and sing, that's usually their party trick. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, it's, yeah, no, I'm definitely going yeah, we're on gonna, this one. We're going to go sour on that and one. And I have, honestly, like, not to bring it back here. Sorry. I know I'm a fanboy, but um, <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind is I have seen it on several seasons of The Bachelor and it's never been great. No. It's never, I've never said that was a great idea. No, yeah. no, no, never. Not once. <laughs> yeah. Not once. Yeah. I can't, it's, it's usually like a cringe moment. Yeah. 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 Fair. Um, baby talk. Oh god. I like baby talk. What? You guys like it? <laughs> I mean, what are we talking? But I it I feel like it's been incorporated more because of how we talked to Remy, like okay. the puppy. And now yeah. Okay, she's judging no, over. No, because I well you had me at dogs then because I was like, I talk baby dog talk to my dogs all the time. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of infiltrated into when yeah. we don't have a dog, Taylor will I'll, I get the affection that Remy normally gets. It's well, that's true. cute, though. It's true. That is cute. But, okay, but you're in general not a fan. Maybe behind closed doors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like once in a while. But like, yeah, I, get- I think if I'm, I think I'm thinking of things like out in public, like, I don't know. I'm just, yeah, I guess if you were to do that in public, I'd be like, I don't, yeah, yeah I don't think we bring it. We just do, we do like pet names. Like, what do yeah. you guys call each other? Um. Well, mine is the one that we all the one picked. that we don't like. Hun. Oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Make it stop. Um. Uh, Taylor has a lot of um self-made. Taylor is the king of nicknames. Oh, I love that. And I they just kind of like spiral. Yeah. They yeah. like like I'll get. And yeah, I'm like the. Like, if we hang out for an hour, yeah. I'll have one for you. Oh, and then one. we hang out for two hours. The one I gave to you, like, branches off and becomes something, like, different. Yeah. And then we're, this. like, I'm calling, like, my dogs, like. We literally call Remy Petunia. I get it. And it's, like, where where yeah. did that come from? Well, I could backtrack it and tell you where it came from, but it makes no sense. I call Ramen Wami, Wami Lami Doodle all the day. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And like my godson, his name's Chandler, and I call him Tootie, Pootie, Mr. Baby. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. I-, I will come up with anything exactly. that's yeah. not anything to yeah. do with their names. I got some weird ones for yeah. her. Like I call I, love I, that. I call her, I think I've maybe toned it back, but I call her Scooper. Oh. And it, it, I don't ask me why. I, it started with Pooper Scooper. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Don't know how we got there. Well, maybe it was And then Scooper? now she's just Scoop. 
Like yeah. I'll call you oh, Scoop. Scoop's cute. I'll call yeah. her Scoop. I like, like it. I, it's just re- I have so many crazy ones. That I make like no nicknames sense. though. Yeah. I really do like nicknames. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have some form of flattery. They really, they really Scoop just trickle is, down there. Spiral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see. Where's the next one? When a guy takes mirror selfies. Oh my ick. If it's if it's a if the first thing I literally thought of was like a TikToker like in the bathroom, like mirror yeah. selfie. Like yeah. if it's like a if it's like a chill, like I don't even like a selfie. Here's on my a guy. Fit. I don't even like a <laughs> selfie on a guy. A mirror? <laughs> I had a mirror. That was just a whole level of douchery. <laughs> and then he's yeah. whispering hun. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Make it stop. Make it stop. No. I I just don't like Yeah, no. I do enough of that in my own life. I don't want a guy to do it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough, no. fair enough. Yeah. Um next one is a giant teddy bear as a Valentine's Day gift. I think that's sweet. Did you do that? No. <laughs> we still have it downstairs. Really? Oh, I think that's sweet. And it wasn't the first time. Wait, I was. I wasn't even, wait, I got you. You one? got me a giant one downstairs. It's technically a unicorn, but it's a giant bear. Oh, I wasn't thinking. That's not a teddy bear. He's thinking about different. Nothing. That's really sweet. My my parents always a different, give me gifts. A different relationship. A different Taylor. Oh no! In the movie. Oh wow. <laughs> interesting <laughs> that's i love it because valentine's day sometimes when people are single they get bitter about it but i love it because my parents always like send me a nice loving message and like send treats and that's cute. just like a day of I love for, i forgot that you were in a movie called valentine's day as we've been saying valentine's oh, day yeah, a lot i remember and, that movie and my character gives her the giant bear yeah yeah funny i remember that yeah is that what inspired you to give me a giant unicorn yes Say yes. Yeah, is the, it's funny. yes. It's a yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. That's literally still downstairs. I haven't got yes. rid of it. Wait, who is your girlfriend in that movie? Who's played Swift? Oh yeah. Oh my god. Right. <laughs> you just said that too. Oh yeah. That's so funny. Crazy. Yes. What, yes. A, what a time to be alive. What, what a time. time to be alive. That's crazy. What a time. Yeah. Um. Okay. This one I literally read and laughed out loud yes. next to Taylor. Um. When a guy asks for your Snapchat. Mm. <laughs> why is that kind of sweet no <laughs> no why is that kind of sweet I'm like that means he's like a lot younger and he like thinks i'm young or no, something no that's like that's <laughs> oh, like, wow. compliment he takes it as a compliment yeah, no like, that's like like typical so like f boy like but i'm just like i just feel like that's okay like a, if it's f boy ick <laughs> but if it's a young boy thinking i'm young sweet <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm leaving it there. Oh, that was so good. They, they love telling you. Did you skip that one? No, I'm about to say it. Oh, oh, oh. They love telling you about their high school years. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> I hate it. I'm, yeah. You, you tell me about your high school years a lot. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't. I think uh, you do. I don't think I do. I mean, you know, sometimes. <laughs> so, Can I justify mine, though? Yeah, it's because I feel like it's when they think like they had peaked in high school. Yeah, so that's right. definitely not why I'm that's telling what I'm you. Thinking. No, you're not. No. You're probably reminiscing. It's not like a bri- It's not a bragging. Yeah. Oh, it's just telling you about my trauma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why he thinks it's sweet. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you're trying to convince me to go back to your reunion. Uh, she literally. Yeah. She hasn't had her ten year yet. Next year. Wait. Next year. What year? Next year. What? I'm on my twentieth reunion. <laughs> Oh my god 
Okay. <laughs> this, this one's kind of funny. Yeah. We're almost done. Um, they check off almost all your boxes, but they chew really loud. A loud open chewer is a killer. I do. You guys suffer misophonia? Um, is not, that a real thing? Yeah. It more so, it's not an ick. It's more of like a, I get hyper-focused on it and same. I can't. And does it make you angry? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Same. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a oh, bad thing. There, that is a deal breaker. Yeah. Misophonia is a real thing for me. It's. Wow. Yeah. I just recently learned what that was. Or that I started a support group on Instagram. If any would anyone Shut would like up. to follow, it's misophonia underscore misery. No, <laughs> way. yeah, we've built quite the community over there. <laughs> we, we talk about like like solutions and coping mechanisms, no. and then we like to have funny memes. It's great. We'll, we'll link it down below. For, <laughs> okay, thanks. For, anyway. <laughs> that's that's what we came on this podcast to promote. <laughs> Hey, it's people really suffer. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, there's a whole world. There's of some people there. struggling out there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, last one. They've been a part of the Bachelor franchise. God, I still say I still say ick, and I probably like I, it's like in the family. It's just like I, I get it. The... I get it. The when I started dating Jason, I was like, no chance. He's no. from Bachelor. No chance. I'll like go on a date with him, but like no chance. And I was like, oh, that's <laughs> I still say it's an egg, though. <laughs> I still find it to be an egg. I will. I will say. If, I feel like there's like a cutoff in my mind. What do you mean? Of when it became of became when, an egg. Yes, there like, was an exact time period where the show went from being what it was to what it is now, and like, yeah, yeah. it's different now. Yeah, yeah, I think if a girlfriend were to be like, I've I like. This guy, he was just on the last season of The Bachelorette. I'd be like, oh. please don't do that. Yeah. Don't <laughs> yeah, touch no, no. that. Yeah. How far did he make it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many followers does he have now? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, does, so he, does he show up at Bachelor influencer events? Oh, no? yeah. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then it's sweet. Then it's a uh, Then it's a sweet. Yeah, it's a sweet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. That was, our, that was our sweet. That was so fun. That was great. Oh, my gosh. Thank Caitlin, you guys thank for having you. me on. My cheeks, like, hurt. Yeah, mine too. Yeah. I love that, like, we're literally able to have such like swing of conversation yeah i i knew we would and i really enjoyed it and i just love what you guys are doing with everything so Aww. thank you for having me be part of it we, lo we love you so much thanks for following me on instagram that yeah made me feel really good about myself wow full circle <laughs> full circle, circle moment. So circles that have closed yeah. tonight yeah <laughs> and we'll we'll end with go to therapy okay boop boop squeeze out <laughs> squeeze out <laughs> Thank you so much for squeezing us into your day. Please be sure to rate, review, and follow our pod and check out full episodes on YouTube. You can follow me at Taylor Lautner, my lovely wife at Tay Lautner. Check out The Squeeze on Instagram at The Squeeze. And also give a, give a little uh, glance and a follow to Lemons by Tay. That's at Lemons by Tay on Instagram and LemonsbyTay.com. And also be sure to email us, lautner.thesqueezepodcast at gmail.com if you guys have any questions, any guests you'd like to see. But most importantly, please continue to talk about your journey with those around you and send our show to a friend that you think could use a little extra squeeze in their life. Absolutely. Toodles magoodles, everyone. Magoodles. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.